Welcome, everybody, to the TJ and In Show. Uh, tonight, it's just me and Nick. Hi. We're mi- mixing things up on you. We have a bit of an off-topic episode tonight. Josh is away. He's currently on his way to Ohio to see us. That's not why he's coming, but it's just a just a plus, you know. But I'm doing good. How are you doing tonight, Nick? Oh, I'm just terrific. Um, I uh, I had to basically have a shotgun wedding on how to do all the uh, back end stuff uh, <laughs> with recording and uh, had to learn on the fly a little bit. Uh, we've we've ran into our fair share of technical issues this evening, but we have them sorted out. Um, our recording software that we used, um, like I said, I had to learn on the fly and every. As we have established, I am a fact a boomer, and uh, I just <laughs> don't know. Boomer. I don't know how to fix it. So we're we're doing we're making it work with what we got, and what we got right now it will be successful. So there's that. Um, it's all far, good. As far as my week goes, um, it was productive. Um, I, I'm I'm broke like I always am. You know, aching for the next paycheck. How about <laughs> you? <laughs> Uh, I'm also broke. It's been a pretty good week. I get get a nice set of four days off, and then I got a fucked up schedule next week because of Thanksgiving. <clears throat> it's actually pronounced uh, white male genocide day. A white male genocide day. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Fuck we Christopher don't... Columbus. That's our official <laughs> podcast. Day. Yeah, that, that's our new stance on this podcast. We canceled Christopher Columbus just now. All my homies hate Christopher Columbus homies don't know shit um no man yeah it's been it's been another week uh we're getting through it here you know oh yeah yeah um so what you want to talk about old old he's he's called kk kyle he's called the savior so many so many names out there that i've heard the new alt-right poster boy you know this wasn't going to be a topic of discussion uh unless the jury came out with a verdict by today because today is our recording day now you find folks will be listening to this on a sunday sunday or monday at best um so yeah since we did get a verdict today we are going to share our uh not so left or right opinions on everything because Tyler and I happen to be uh, usually pretty well aligned in our uh, net neutrality pact Mm -hmm. that we have with life. (laughs) Um, So him and I are very level-headed individuals who are capable of seeing both sides of most arguments. And we typically will lean one way or another based on our own set of, uh, I guess you could call ethics or morals. Oh, Um, that's a good callback. All back to last week, you know, uh, this this uh, whole trial, this whole issue um, stems from um, a very deeply seated set of ethics and morals. So consider this like ethics and morals uh, 1.5 because it's not really about that. But this little segment that we're going to talk about uh, kind of plays into it. So Tyler. Um, um, so, I think- so so we've both I, I just announced we're both kind of neutral on the whole subject so go ahead and explain your neutrality and what you do and don't agree with through everything that's happened I think in the last few weeks let's give our broad opinion and then we can tackle sure. the details sure. uh 
my broad one, which I haven't really heard a lot. I don't think it's unique. I know I'm not unique. There's billions of people in the earth. But I think if you take away the situation, the shoot was good. I think it's a good self-defense shoot. But I don't think the kid should have been there. I think there's no reason for him to be there. And I think legally there's a lot of gray area whether he's even allowed to be there. But uh, uh, I'm mostly more concerned about, like we talked a little bit earlier, but the precedent that the trial sets. You hear everybody talk about that because, you know, whether you like or dislike the uh, conclusion of the trial, it's going to be used in future trials mm-hmm. of similar situations for, uh, you know, good or bad, depending on, I guess, your stance. Well, kind of like the, uh, I don't know the user's name on TikTok, but the gal who reports. Uh, Ooh, under the desk news. Under the name. desk news, yes. She actually is very um, non-biased, and she's good at giving you news. Like straight factual news. Straight factual news, uh, you know, not, she doesn't give you a leaned bias of any type of political stance. She just tells you the facts of the matter. And the facts of the matter is, is that um, whether you were for or against Kyle and the verdict that was given today, um, this changes um, pretty much every self-defense case going forward. Well, this is the first uh, self-defense case where like self-defense has been used in like a, a danger seeking situation where he put mm-hmm. himself in a dangerous situation and then claimed mm-hmm. self-defense. This is the first time that that's ever worked yes. for anybody. Yes. And that's where I think it falls apart for me. Yeah. So my, my broad opinion falls um, pretty close to yours. My broad opinion is, is uh, what, what we have here is a 17 year old kid who drove out of state from Illinois into Wisconsin into a city that was under a lot of distress due to um, racially motivated um, happenings with the cop shooting a black male and uh, people inevitably turning to uh, protesting and eventually violently rioting and committing arson burning down buildings and destroying uh private property which is uh which was kind of a um a highlight for 2020 uh to say the least between obviously the uh george floyd incident and um just just cops killing uh people of color in general last year it was not a highlight year for um i guess uh you know, it, it just wasn't, it just wasn't a good year. 2020 it was, was, a, a, it was a, it was a bad year for the history books. And uh, so you had a lot of distress, uh, not just in, uh, you know, Kenosha, Wisconsin, but all over the, the, the fucking country. Um, but this, this one um, definitely struck a chord just due to the circumstances you had, uh, you know, you had a kid going out of state with an assault rifle that he can't legally buy. Uh, on his own yet because he's still a minor he's 17 someone else bought the assault rifle for him uh he can't technically legally um you know i i don't yeah he can't technically use it i don't know i i think he could use it but i know he can't technically purchase it does open Um, carry apply to you before the age of 18 like i don't know i I don't know that i'm not i'm not gonna speak on on legal law shit that i don't know about because i i don't want to be incorrect and then 
someone come back at us clapping you know you're fucking wrong i'm you just know, gonna take, i'm gonna claim ignorance on that um, i'll take the interaction you can yeah. come interact to tell me i'm wrong at a tjn podcast at gmail.com thank, yeah. thank you go ahead and yell at tyler not me uh <laughs> so regardless um he you know we have a kid he left his hometown to go to a town where dangerous happenings were occurring with uh, the so-called intention of protecting personal property and um, providing medical care, which he obviously had absolutely no business doing because you he's see, not yeah, a medical professional. So from my understanding, he like answered a Facebook ad, like someone posted on Facebook, come protect my car lot. And then he came, which for me, it's a gray area for anybody to do that, but especially if he's a child. I mean, I don't care. You're still a child at 18. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And that's coming from someone who's 23. Oh, I mean, man. like, he's not, he should not be in a position where he has to make decisions like that, whether he should no. have to defend his life. I think there's a lot of things I have to break down for him to even be put in that situation. Yeah, exactly. And he, you know, there was obviously photographs of him, like, washing graffitis off of walls and shit and... I think at the end of the day, um, regardless of how flawed his line of thinking was, I think at at the end of the day, and in, in the pit of his stomach, and from the bottom of his heart, he was trying to go and be a part of something that was bigger than himself. He was going to try and stand up for something that he felt uh, very deeply and passionately about. And I think he went there with um, mostly good intentions. I don't think he went there to kill people. I don't think that was his agenda. Obviously, obviously if he wanted to kill people with an AR-15 strapped to your chest, he could have done a lot more damage than what he did. Um, So, you know, there's that. But at, at the same rate, he, once again, like you said, put himself in a bad situation and bad things ended up happening. I see. I think that's why I think I think he should be locked up. Maybe not necessarily for the self-defense shooting, but there's got to be something there because my thing is, um, oh no, I lost my thought. Hold on. Reckless endangerment uh, comes to mind, but um, oh yeah, I've seen a lot of people like just like like people are heated, and I get it, but people are saying that like him crying on the stand was like fake. And I don't know if I believe that. I believe that, like, whether he is, you know, vile and evil, like some people believe, or just misguided, like other people believe, or a hero, like some people believe. Yeah. I think killing those people probably really affected that kid. That uh, has to take a he, toll on you. He has to like, live. He has to live with that for the literally the rest of his life. I mean, and, you hear it all the time from people who have actually experienced that. That that's not something that you just. Mm-mm, forget no. even the most like the hardest motherfuckers you know like they still carry that weight you know inside the, like the coldest cops in the country when they have to discharge their firearm in order to either save a life or save their own um have to go to mandatory therapy afterwards anytime they discharge their firearm even if they don't kill the individual they have to go to mandatory therapy um, because discharging your weapon is a very traumatic experience um, when you're using it to uh, protect and serve or, you know, 
uh, just racially motivately kill people. Um, I I kind of believe here's my my theory because you see he posted stuff like about wanting to kill protesters and rioters and stuff like that. I think I that's a like, kid. I, th- I feel like that's think, a dumb teenager saying dumb teenager shit. I think he's a dumb teenager who was thinking he was going to go be Billy Badass and yeah. then he got and then you know like oh I'm going to be hard I'm going to go out there and fight for what's right and do my part and he thinks he's some he thinks he's like I don't know he's hard you know what I mean he's mm-hmm. like I'm a rough tumble man and then he gets put in a situation where he has to defend himself and I mean I guess thankfully for him that he could but well, he, then uh, it's a whole new fucking ball game for him and I think he really I think he kind of sees that I think the more so the, the, I think the more like kind of thought-provoking end of it is is i i want to okay before i even say this i want to circle back to when he was crying on the stand um that had that footage and um that scene if you will uh from all of that uh has been analyzed by uh professional uh, body language readers you know i don't know what their actual fucking profession is called but <laughs> But people who are professionally trained to basically look for telltale signals of fake emotion or lying or anything of that matter, um, you know, and everything that I personally watched myself said that that was not staged or faked by him. And I believe it because once again, we're talking about a kid who killed two people and seriously injured another. Um, And they uh, are now mentally scarred and permanently ingrained in his head. Um, He has to, he, he got off the hook today and he's going to go on and live his life. Hopefully, um, better, a a little more peacefully and a little more, um, differently than how he was uh you know preceding the events of last year um you know i i honestly hope no one tries to retaliate and to a degree in which they tried to take his life or physically harm him um, i think we're much more likely to see copycats people who go out on either side of the riots whether it's you know liberals or conservatives i think someone's well, going to go out there and instigate as yeah. an excuse to try to use deadly force no yeah definitely i'm just saying and and kyle's situation um you know i'm a big believer in uh you know he he was put on trial okay uh at the end of the day doesn't really matter what you or me or anyone else thinks he was put on trial and he was judged by a random selection of jurors that um were handpicked and like I said, randomly selected because there was actually 18 jurors and only 12 of them were selected for uh, deliberation, right? So, uh, and that process happens randomly on purpose so that there's no bias. Um, And, you know, these jurors, when they're going into high-profile cases like this, are interviewed uh, very heavily uh, for any type of, um, you know, bias or motivation to lean one way or the other in the case. So I think in such a high profile case, you're not going to buy off a jury, um, especially when you're only 17. 
the only reason he was able to hire the defense that he could is because, um, you know, crowdfunding right right winged uh, conservatives uh, actually helped fundraise for his um, for his you know for his uh, law team. Uh, obviously, people who back the NRA, people who back the Second Amendment, and I and I don't think um, I I want to go ahead and get this out of the way. I am not anti-Second Amendment whatsoever. I own firearms myself, but I am a very, very, very responsible firearm owner. I keep them locked up in a gun safe, and they are there for the explicit um, use of only being there for household protection. Um, and I haven't been to a gun range just to like shoot a gun for fun. Um, since I was probably in my early 20s. I'm going to guess around maybe 22, 23. I haven't shot a gun uh, on purpose. Um, maybe, uh, you know, I, I've maybe fired a gun maybe once or twice out in the country, you know, at a, you know, at a family member's house um, where it's legal to discharge a firearm because you're not in city limits. <laughs> um, so uh, outside of that, I... I, I don't I, I think so there's a stereotype that you know boys like guns because they're cool and then yeah they are fucking cool <laughs> they are um, pretty cool but at, at the same time they they aren't toys they are they are weapons um and they can be fun when you use them and practice with them in appropriate situations obviously uh this is one of you know this is another check mark in the box of reasons why people hate the second amendment and are pushing so hard to uh get way more strict uh gun laws um and speaking of gun laws uh ohio the how uh, the ohio congress today i don't know if you saw this or not interesting tidbit that we can stem off real quick with uh passed a uh legislation to allow permitless let me repeat, permit-less, as in no permit needed, uh, to conceal carry a firearm. Crazy. Uh, so uh, I think that's that for, I am very pro-Second Amendment, but I feel like training, it's not about you having a permit. It's about you getting mandatory training to handle that firearm in public for me. Yes. So I know if Josh was here, he would probably be perfectly all for that. Um, uh, I don't I, think so. I think he's gonna. I, I think he's gonna agree that you need to be trained because he's been through a decent amount of training. He's gonna agree with being trained, but at the same time, I think on a on a logical standpoint. So here's here's what some of the argument has been from the other side, and we're not gonna get too deep into this because we're still in right house. I get it. I but, gotta circle back on that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but the. The, the main argument from the other side of the aisle is, is that's opening up a lot more opportunities for people to just have guns on them uh, during traffic stops with cops. And, you know, they could potentially have more <laughs> confrontation with cops now. And, well, honestly, and, and in, my, in my opinion, in my own opinion, if you're the motherfucker who's going to carry a gun on you illegally, regardless, you're going to do it regardless and if you're gonna try and pull it on a cop and shoot him you're gonna try and pull it on a cop and shoot him just because there's no permit law in the way does not mean people are going to stop carrying guns illegally and trying to shoot other people these like cops 
are out here killing people, and we need to be able to protect ourselves from them. That's that's where I'm at. It's a, yeah. So yeah, there's the fuck twelve movement for you. But uh, I, w- I want to circle back around, Acab. I want to circle back around to uh, we just lost our two of our eight viewers that were cops. Like, oh man, you guys used to be cool. Uh, yeah. Back at episode one episode eight you suck um is this nine technically this is episode nine um Um, fun fun fact um well we'll talk about it later go ahead (laughs) i want to circle back to your jury argument because i don't like that one i saw joe biden said the same thing that he stands by the jury um and uh i i don't really know enough to make a big comment but i did see that when they were striking their like, because each side can strike witness jury members they don't want. Uh, they striked all the black people out, all the minorities out, except for one on the defense side. So that's notable. I don't know really what to make of that because, like I said, I haven't really looked into it. But I don't trust juries because I think people are stupid. I think it is the best way to do it a trial by peers. I don't think a judge should decide. I think that's right. People are stupid. O.J. Simpson and Casey DeAnthony are both free, so juries don't work. You wanna, you wanna hear something kind of funny? What? You wanna know what the uh, three most terrifying words in the English language are? What? Trial by jury. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Trial by your own peers, people, everyday people, just like you, who are responsible for telling you whether or not you get to spend x amount of years in prison or if you get to walk free um i personally think that um juries are a good thing but i think they should be hands and and to and to be fair they are hand selected like you can be called in for jury duty and you can go in and they'll interview you like you're trying to interview for a fucking job, even though you were required to be there. They should pull juries from the four corners of this United States. That would be expensive, but let me get to my, let me get to my point here. Um, My wife has been summoned three times in the last five years. I've never been summoned. I don't know how. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) Um, And every time she's it's because we're eligible for the draft. That's why we get drafted. I'm actually I'm actually no longer eligible. I am now I am past the age of of them needing that. You me. don't have to go fight China and Russia. You just no. gotta go work in the factories. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna board up my house and wait for the storm to blow over, man. Um, but at any rate, uh, you what you have here is um, she she has been every time she has gone, they they go over you know a high overview of the defendant and the case and the issue, and they ask questions like do you know who this is? Do you have any association with them? How do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? They psycho, like they do a very chintzy, like, like quick psycho analyzation of you to make sure you're not just some fuck nut off the streets that they pulled for jury duty. <laughs> <laughs> so, cause if you're a registered voter, you can easily be picked for jury duty. Um, you don't even have to be a registered voter if you have a fucking address 
registered with the UPS or USPS system. I'm pretty sure you can get fucking pulled. Um, so regardless of that, you have to, obviously you have to be an adult. Uh, they're not going to make kids be on juries. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't that least, be funny? Oh God, they'd probably, yeah, a bunch no. of nine-year-olds. Yeah. They're just He's like, guilty. He's guilty as fuck. Fuck him. Um, yeah, He's gay. That, that. He's fucking gay. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there is a, uh, and I think because of, and I think for more high profile cases like this, I think the scrutiny that goes into the jury is probably more intense than your grand theft auto charge. Right. Yeah. Um, it yeah. has to be. You're going to, you're going to try and, and, you know, they just, and I talked to you about this earlier off air, uh, they, the judge actually ended up dismissing one of the jurors because he was joking about the case outside did, of the courtroom. Did you hear the joke he, he said? I did not. So please I'll enlighten tell, me. I don't. I think it's too tasteless to say on air. I feel like. <laughs> I, let's I, talk it. Let's hear it. It's not even funny. It's just racist you're just, and bad. You're, you're just repeating what someone else said. It's not your fault. Okay. Okay. We get canceled. Yeah, uh, well. It's paraphrased. It was something along the lines of, it it was the the man that they shot that sparked the riots in Kenosha, but it was that was the man they use. But it was why did the police stop shooting, whatever that man's name was? And then you say what? And then he says they ran out of bullets. Ha 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 ha. Oh yeah. And it's like it's it's just it's not it's tasteless. It's not even like funny. It's like yeah, low no, hanging fruit. No, that's yeah. That's just a depraved sense of humor. And like, that's a bad joke for me to tell you on a podcast. This man was sitting in a literal fucking courtroom being selected for jury duty. You want to hear a joke? And and you know what? He slipped through the cracks, right? Now, do you think it was on purpose, maybe, to get out of it? I don't think so. Is Uh, that legal? Is it like illegal to like lie about your prejudices to get out of jury duty? I mean, if it can be proven, probably, but they would have like, a hard time doing if you, that. Like, if you say that you're racist. Well, I mean, yeah. And if then, you just, like, the if judge comes come back and says, your best friend is black. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're going to come straight out and just be like, yeah, I hate black people, you probably shouldn't make me do this because, yeah, I'm going to. It's not going to be fair. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be biased. I'm, I'm not voting for the way I think it should be. I think I'm going to use my my own, you know my own opinion here and you're not gonna like it uh no. isn't there a family guy bit about that where peter gets called for jury duty and oh, there he's has like, to me oh. they ask him the question he's like i'm racist against ants there's i like, really fucking hate ants there's like sixteen thousand episodes i'm sure there's one where he does that um so my only uh, i i'm gonna i'm gonna stand by the whole jury situation and like I said before, whether I stand by it or I don't and vice versa for everyone else listening, um, it doesn't matter. You know, we have no hand in that. That's the way the system is set up and that is what the system delivered. I wonder how bad the rioting is going to be tonight. We'll have to check in on that. Yeah, we might, we might do like a live update. We'll, uh, as the night goes on, they're actually an hour behind us and, kenosha wisconsin which i thought was really weird crazy i'm like how are um, you guys how are you guys in central time you're like right here like, compared to us they're right so, on the edge of the time zone probably yeah, so um yeah um, i but i want to talk about the prosecutor real quick uh 
He had, he mm-hmm. I think he dropped the ball a couple times. He had a witness blow up on him. But the big yeah. thing is the laws were kind of stacked against him uh, because basically he had to prove that Kyle didn't fear for his life. That was the only way he could get a guilty verdict. That's how you have to prove that he wasn't acting in self-defense, that he wasn't afraid for his life. And how the fuck can you prove that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was a very small shot there. And especially when the one dude admitted to pointing his gun at Kyle before getting his arm disintegrated. (laughs) So Kyle, Kyle did take some licks that night. He got hit in the neck with the skateboard. Um, But that was after he had already killed Mr. Rosenbaum. Um, Now, but I do kind of think it was a good shoot because even though they did, they like the dude had a gun. And even if there was no gun, it's still a mob of people attacking. I think that's so. So the prosecution was originally like he was just holding a cell phone and he shot him. And then they're like, there's photographic evidence. He's clearly holding a weapon. And obviously the prosecutor is like, oh, shit. And obviously this guy had to, you know, fucking testify uh, in front of everybody. Um, And, you know, his whole spiel was. Well, I only pulled my gun because I initially heard gunshots and I never had any intention using my gun, but I wasn't going to be in a situation where, you know, it's, you know, my life or theirs. So I was just, you you know, I just had it pulled just just to be safe. Well, uh, to the same Uh, argument. You don't draw your gun to the same argument. Yeah, but then Kyle can make the exact same argument. I had my gun pulled just so, you know, no one was trying to fuck with me, right? I heard he probably heard the same gunshots. So it's like. And and another thing that got brought up was he heard the gunshots and he decided to run towards them. This guy was wearing a hat that said paramedic on it. He was also claiming to be in Kenosha to provide aid to people who needed it, uh, parading himself around as some sort of black market EMT, just like Kyle was. So really, this guy was doing the exact same thing, was there for the exact same reason as Kyle, except the only difference is, is he didn't fucking kill anybody. Exactly. In fact, he got his fucking elbow blown off. But and that's like, the point. I don't have a problem necessarily with someone doing what Kyle did. Mm-hmm. Like, if he was there and he was armed for his own protection, there to provide medical aid, but not a fucking child. It's not a child's job to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's really no one's job except for the professionals, but that's not how things work, obviously. No. Um, so, my other thing was going to be is I'm going to circle back to that witness who blew up on the prosecution end, and that was all in part due to the fact that the witness, um, I believe, was a videographer who witnessed um, Mr. Rosenbaum actually reach for Kyle's gun barrel right before Kyle did shoot him. Now. You don't grab that part of the gun. That's the part you don't want to grab. Well, yeah. And he also uh, came out and said that Mr. Rosenbaum was a babbling idiot. So take that with a grain of salt and however you will i don't think you deserve to be shot for (laughs) being a babbling idiot um but if you are going to reach for someone's gun barrel um that's usually a good way to not have a happy ending i I bet he saw that on tiktok how to disarm somebody (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, I took a I took a two minute course on how to disarm a, a, a man with an AR-15. There's this guy on TikTok that says if if someone's pointing a gun at you, a semi-automatic handgun, if you grab the slide really hard, 
it can't mm-hmm. action back, so they can't shoot you. That's what. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I was actually, I was going for the slide on the gun, not the barrel, but slide on the AR. <laughs> obviously, he 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 can't. Um, he. Can't I was simply trying not, to turn his safety on. That's he's not. Right. He's not in a position to make that. That's defense, sadly. Um, so, yeah, they're you know that probably didn't help the the prosecutor at all uh, with a dude admitting to witnessing that um, and assuming you know he's telling the truth. He probably has absolutely no motivation to lie on the stand. Um, he's just re- you know reporting what he personally saw. Um, now the defense also. Uh, I heard this in the prosecutor's closing statements. Um, he, you know, brought up the fact that Kyle shot Mr. Rosenbaum once and the first bullet went through his hip and pretty much put him on the ground. Um, it was when it was after the fact that as he was falling, Kyle traced him and, uh, shot him three more times so this is where my neutrality is going to come in and i know obviously a young kid he had to he not only just brandished a firearm but he pointed at someone he squeezed the trigger he fired around into them uh fearing you know quote unquote fearing for his life and um you know squeezed it three more times after the first um and i it's kind of splitting hairs to say that uh because the you know the not the defense but the prosecutor was like that first shot was non-fatal and obviously put mr rosenbaum on the ground and was no longer a threat it wasn't necessary to shoot him three more times to deliver the kill shot um so i can see that but i can also say in the in heat the, of the moment in the heat of the moment that's easier said than done so yeah you're not you're shooting to end the threat your adrenaline's pumping yeah yeah you're not thinking rationally especially at the age of 17 um I mean, clearly, clearly, police was, officers don't think be, being being where he was that night and in the situation he was in there was no rational there wasn't a single rational thought in that kid's head um so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a tough call the people who needed to make the call made it and uh the rest of us can only speculate now so it'd be like that here we are but uh, um, on another note, yes. a, a unrelated note, <clears throat> Brass Against, a band known for performing brass versions of rock songs, has issued an apology after its lead singer peed on a fan's face at a festival in Daytona Beach. So the night you said, look it up, look this up. <laughs> I was like, first of all, who the fuck is uh, Brass Against? I've never their music's heard. pretty good. I listened to a couple uh, of their yeah, covers. Yeah, you know, that's fine. Um, I was like, but, didn't know these people existed, and but this let is, me. This is how you. This is how you get discovered by a whole new fucking you know uh, audience, and that's uh, you get videotaped. Obviously, you're being videotaped at a concert of you just 
fire hydrating a dude's fucking face with your vagina. Bro, so. the crowd loved it. Let me set the stage. Mm-hmm. So Brass against are up there. They're playing fucking music. They're killing it, you know. And the lead singer, her name is Sophia Eurista. She mm-hmm. says, hey, I got a pee. I got a pee so bad. And some guy says, me, I volunteer. I volunteer as tribute. So they get him up on stage. He lays down on stage and she's just singing away. And she drops trowel right over his face. And she hesitates, understandably, on stage in front of a crowd, you know, and then just unleashes a fucking tsunami of piss on this man's (laughs) face. It is like, and her stream was unholy. It was unhuman. It there had it's a prop. It has to be fake. Like, (laughs) and he was just down there, like, fucking letting out huge breaths of air, so like a fucking whale's blowhole, piss Mm -hmm. just fucking going everywhere, and he's fucking moving his face back and forth, mouth wide open. Yeah. And then she literally like pushes him off stage. So afterward, she's like, "You're trash. Get out of here, you piece of piss trash." And fucking the crowd goes wild. They yeah. loved it. The band, the band, they had no idea she was going to do that, and they were completely caught off off guard. And on their Twitter, they said that this is not something you're going to see at a show <laughs> at our shows again. <laughs> but but this is huge PR for them. Oh, I mean, yeah. I bet I bet Sophia's inbox is blowing up full of dudes. Piss on me, mommy. Yeah, like, oh, you definitely, know, like, definitely. Like, piss in my mouth on my, stage. My favorite part is the dudes who are on the trumpets, right? Because there was a couple dudes playing trumpets, uh, you know, with all the other instrumentals going on. And they're just kind of standing there, like, playing the trumpet. And they just kind of have this, like, dead look on their face. And they're like, this is really happening. I, I don't know what to do, but I'm just going to keep playing the melody here, I guess. But this is awkward. Um, this uh, this article from The Rap says, during the performance, Eurista grabbed a bottle of water and noted that she would be <laughs> she would be closing out the show with her relieving herself on someone in the audience once she drank it all. She said get my man with the can on his head ready because we're going to bring him on stage and I'm going to piss in this motherfucker's mouth. And a few minutes later, the man indeed climbed up on the stage with an apparently empty can attached to his forehead. He laid down flat in the back, prompting Eurista to straddle his head, slide her pants down and pee into the can. I didn't even notice the can on the man's face. I thought she was going right for his fucking mouth. That's what it looked like. She was yeah. just getting this man. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, when- Oh, when she was done, he scooped it up in his hands off the stage. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Crowd. Yeah, I was going to say at the very end, he like, <laughs> this is just, this is just a perfect example of how much piss was actually involved in this. He was able to get up and just swish it into the fucking front he of the was, crowd. He was kind of dancing there too for a minute. Yeah. And then she says, security, get the fuck out of here. Get, get the fuck out of here. You're done. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> you think, Okay. Nick, man to man, in mm-hmm. front of God, yeah. was that man bricked up on stage? Do you think um, he was? Uh, do you think full mast, half mast, or soft as a dickens? In order to, um, I think, in order to put yourself in that man's shoes and do what he did, <laughs> he was he was rock hard. Dude. Already, he was already. He showed he, up horny. He <laughs> had a boner in the audience and. <laughs> He was probably half mass in the audience, and then by the time he took the first step on the stage, knowing what awaited him, he he was full full frontal 
Jeez. <laughs> Full mass sailing down the fucking Pacific Ocean. He was ready. I've been bricked um, up all day. I just want some bits of tea in my mouth. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if he had an involuntary orgasm. So uh, that's the highlight of his life. That's somebody's dad, probably. That's somebody. That <laughs> she's somebody's daughter. So what's worse? I don't know. I think it's fucking hilarious, personally. The whole situation during as, COVID. As, as far, yeah. Let me just go ahead and you know. Have, have you had your vaccine? Let's find out. Um, good God, dude. I mean, he and he just he just sat there, and I mean, literally, he looked like he was genuinely enjoying himself. Oh, he like he like stretched out. He threw his arm. He threw his like fucking arms behind his head, and he's just like like <laughs> he was into it. And I mean. We're talking about a full gush. All right. We're talking. I can't stress that enough. This girl literally is the reason gushers were named what they are. And it Um, was so much. It was so much. Yeah. You you know, they (laughs) on a a slightly (laughs) sexualized note here. um, You know, what's the difference between, uh, you know, peeing and a squirter um well no one actually knows because squirting is a unknown phenomenon that is tied into the female orgasm um if a but woman they do know the bladder spontaneously of. fills up before it yeah, happens yeah so the fluid that actually comes from squirting though is not in fact urine but but it comes pretty, from the bladder but yeah. it's pretty much urine it's just warm water that's all it is it doesn't really have a sense it's just it just says it's it just exists. It's just there. I imagine when they were writing about the fountain of youth, that's what they were writing about though. Yeah. Um and I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this. Um uh but I have found that um like you know, if you have a paper cut or something on your fingers and if you've ever finger banged a girl with you know, <laughs> that fucking finger with a fucking paper cut on it, it kinda stings in the moment. <laughs> But like a day later, the fucker's healed. Like I don't, I don't know. It's all healing that's, liquid. That's uh, that's some like magic pussy power that you know I have personally experienced. I don't know if anyone else has had similar experiences. Magic. But... Do you think it'll it'll cure my herpes? <laughs> <laughs> I think it has. I think it has a, a, a slight involvement of you getting herpes um, if you're that unlucky. Um, holy shit! I have a complete magic, completely off topic. Have you ever been the guy who is cooking something in the microwave and you're not trying to make a scene? So you stand there and you wait for the full microwave cycle (laughs) and you You open it on zero, and no, you cancel it on one or open it on one second so you don't have to. Hear, hear all it. the beeping yeah uh-huh yeah that's um i just found out that that's a uh that that's a common thing for guys to do that's it's not just me so <laughs> i'm happy to know that there's others out there like me i also my stand i also stand up to wipe my ass i'm gonna go ahead and just throw I that also out there stand up to wipe my ass that's a fantastic let me circle back around yes on the opposite side of the microwave thing you know if it's nighttime or whatever it's not beeping but the middle of the day, when I was a spry young lag in high school, 
those five seconds were a bomb timer. And if you were in that kitchen with me, we were both going to hit the deck to save our lives. I, I took Josh down many a times nice. in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it made sweet, sweet love on the floor. Oh my he's God. Not, he's not here to defend himself. So he, I can say whatever not. I want. He, uh, he was going to sit in on the zoom call just so he could, uh, He's gonna mute himself and leave just the screen black here. just so he could look, just so he could listen live. Because I, because I told him if he gets on here with his phone microphone, it's not gonna end well. Um, it's uh, fucking driving. Yeah. So I, I don't know. He, uh, he. I, I, I guess he ultimately either forgot or decided not to. I don't know. We'll have to catch up with him on that. Uh, one time together, we found out. That it, it is gay if you jerk each other off. It's not it's not the same as jerking yourself off. No. 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 Yeah. Mast- masturbation is like asexuality versus you jacking off another guy is just you jacking off another guy. Hey, you don't not you can't really knock it until you try it though. <laughs> uh you know, I'm gonna take your word for it. <laughs> I've I I haven't walked down that road and given my current marital status, I'm probably never going to. So you got to live a little man. Polyamory is in. And I want to say preemptively before I see him again, fuck you, JJ, you're a bitch. I just, I just had to, I just had to stick that in there. That might, that might sound <clears throat> like I'm angry at JJ, but I do just randomly have to remind him that he is a bitch. And I, I do it in person at work all the time, but I'm not going to see him for a whole week. I saw him last Tuesday and I get to see him next Tuesday and I'm not going to see him for another week. Cause he's taking a fucking vacation like a bitch. Yeah, I hear jealousy and resentment in your voice. Do well, you to, let me, you need, let me put, do you yeah, need, yeah. Do you yeah, need to talk okay. about that? Because yeah. JJ's taking a vacation, which he should do. He should he should have more vacation time. Yeah. I gotta work six days a fucking week while he's gone though, so that makes him a bitch. Because <laughs> we're understaffed, so I gotta work more. So he's not allowed to have fun. That's how I take it. If you, uh, I mean, obviously this individual has been. Uh, released or separated from the company but have you gotten any word oh, or update shit. on you your uh, gun toting friend i'm gonna talk about him i'm not gonna say his name no you don't the have trial to. still ongoing buddy from work he just didn't show up one day right just didn't show up so we're calling him and it's like he's late he calls off a decent amount not really too much but the fact that he was not showing up and not saying anything was a little sus and we're on day three and everybody's like, nah, or day two. Everybody's like, nah, he quit. He just quit and didn't say anything. Yeah. Me and JJ were like, nah, he talks a lot of shit. I think he would let us know if he quit. I think he would make a, like, a big deal about it. It'd be funny. Like, I don't think he would just ghost us all. Mm-hmm. I think we had a relationship, you know? So me and JJ go into online mode. Online private investigator mode. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking, one, he drives a little... Honda Civic. So either got in a fucking head in collision on the way into work speeding. <laughs> <coughs> or he got picked up by the cops, right? Yeah. We're searching and searching and searching. Took us like fucking four hours. We finally found it. He got picked up for a fucking gun charge. Yeah. It, it was we don't know what it was. I don't think it was anything nefarious. Um knowing the kid he's not twenty one. I imagine he just had a handgun in the car and he wasn't supposed to. That's what I'm thinking it is. Or maybe he had a a rifle or a shotgun in the car and he's still blue hot on alcohol from the night before 
being yeah. hung over based on the charge that we and everything we looked up that's what i'm thinking i don't think he was like brandishing his firearm or anything like that no but he is he's a he, i think they're not gonna let him back uh his judge is treating him like he's a he's a criminal he's trying to get like he's like i just want to work he's like i'm on house arrest like i just want to work you know yeah so my work is giving the runaround. They're just literally straight up ignoring his ass, and I think that's fucked up. Uh, well, they're probably trying. They're probably going the uh, the the, the uh, office space uh, Milton route, where yeah, we just don't. It's it, we're just not going to talk about it. We're not going to say anything to him. We're just going to simply stop paying him, and the issue should resolve itself. He finally, after being on house, he was in jail for I don't know, like two weeks. Then he's been on house arrest for over a month, and he finally got to see his judge. And his judge is like, you've only been on house arrest for a month and you think you, you can work? Is that really safe for the general public? That fucking cracked me the fuck up. Now, poor kid. Wow. He really, it's kind of fucked that he got fired. I, I get it. But like he had some like, he had fucking COVID, right? Yeah. No. So he, okay. I, he had COVID. So he was out for a while then. Yeah. And then his car got fucked up. So uh, his car was supposed to be in the shop for, like four days end up being at the shop for three and a half weeks right yeah so it's hard to get right now so he was driving his girlfriend's car to work and then she just broke up with him so so the dude had like no way to work like it's not his fault (laughs) then he gets fucking gets his car back and a couple weeks later gets picked up with a fucking gun i'm like dude you have shitty ass luck i think they wrote a book series after his life it was called a series of unfortunate events um if I, if I recall though i think josh said that under normal normal circumstances uh a charge like this could throw him in for five years minimum oh another option was it was stored improperly maybe because in ohio you can't have the the gun and the ammo need to be inaccessible from the cab yeah so like one needs to be in the trunk or the bed of your truck and one needs to be like locked up in the glove box or something like that <clears throat> but yeah it was a uh f4 felony i think Level Jeez. four, yeah. I think he might be able to plead down to a misdemeanor, though. I've been checking on him. We'll see. That's uh, that's free my gonna, homie. That's gonna take some doing on his part. Uh, poor guy. But what do you do? That's another yeah, situation where he's at the mercy of his cohorts. Uh-huh. So yeah. Um, but uh, you know, so um, I think we're, I think we're decently into um our time here so why don't we go ahead and get started on our next little segment which is those questions you want to skip the am i the asshole we totally can that's fine we can do both honestly i think we have time i, unless, um, I don't know where our runtime is at because the way we're recording i can't tell we're at 51 minutes okay so we've got about 40 minutes to play with so is it is it a half hour or is it 15 115 or 130 i I have no idea i think we're just gonna let's just do the questions yeah we'll skip the asshole yeah yeah okay we're limited on time tonight if that's not obvious okay so because there's only two of us and we can't really run an efficient trivia or me asking my questions to just nick isn't this fun i got a couple great questions off the interwebs for us to ask and talk about uh pretty random nonsensical just something to get us talking right uh, the first one is, how many chickens do you think it'll take to kill an elephant? Well, so you have a 
obvious uh, variance in size from a single chicken to an elephant. So the amount that it would take to kill an elephant, I'm going to say is somewhere in the realm of like, I don't want to be ridiculous either or exaggerative. I'm going to say like 200 chickens. Um, so what, what I've been focusing on this question is I'm trying to gauge just cause like when the elephant gets attacked, it's going to start just fucking flailing. Right. Yeah. Now, how big is an elephant foot? I would say a foot can probably crush four to five chickens at one time. Right. Well, now the chickens are not just going to stand there and take it, but I'm talking like four to five chickens can probably fit under an elephant's foot. Right. Okay. So I'm thinking, let's say you got at least three chickens a second going down with this elephant flailing. Also, I don't know how thick elephant skin is. So I'm going to go ahead and say, I, I, I like your number. I'm going to say 250, though, just to just to account for that, the crushing deaths that are so, going so to accumulate. So to put it in perspective, a average size of an elephant's foot is 15 to 19 inches in length and width. The circumference uh, of I was an thinking elephant bigger than that. The circumference of an elephant's foot is more than um, four feet. So thinking four. circumference, that's a that's a round. So you got a two um, foot. No, maybe maybe you could still. I'd say four chickens could fit under there comfortably. Uh, depending on the size of chicken, sure. Um, but it's going to take some doing on the chickens' part. Um, I imagine their skin's thick, right? They're they're not going to be able to commit any like. Um, fatal wounds to I would say below the knee of the elephant obviously they're gonna so they have to fly onto the elephant's back and dig their way inside yeah yeah it's, they're gonna have to be like very very uh, carnivorous uh, evil chickens to get this job okay down. but hear me out on this also I saw a tiktok of a elephant literally bitch slapping the shit out of some girl with its trunk yeah I have to say an elephant could probably kill a chicken with that smack force. Easily. Um, chickens are very frail creatures. Um, they are very, uh, I'm going to call them elastic. But <laughs> at the end of the day, when you're getting hit by basically the equivalent of a fucking you know, freight train for them, um, it's not hard to break a chicken's neck. I mean, you just kind of... You know, you're done. Dunzo. So yeah, for I, I think an elephant's trunk could easily take a swipe at a chicken and just split its vertebrae completely in half. I would say 250 um, average chickens, 150 fighting cocks. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because they have the knives on their claws. They do. They are descendants of the Velociraptor, uh-huh. so they can yeah. they can get a little little frisky if they wish to. Do you think they eat the chicken after the cockfight? Do you eat rooster? Is that does that taste different than chicken? Uh, so the reason we eat chicken is because they have uh, just more meat on the bone. They get obviously more fuller. Adder. So um, rooster is just lean. Ro- okay. Roosters are lean and muscular, and the the meat is very stringy and just not tender at all. It's kind of like raw jerky. It's gross. But but in the places where they're fighting chickens, they're probably also eating the meat. I mean, yeah. If you're chicken fighting, you're definitely eating the dead ones. So it's happening. Okay. Yeah. What sport would you add a mandatory amount of alcohol to, and how much? Hmm. 
so for the players to consume or for yes. viewers to consume okay players um mandatory amount of alcohol i want it so my first inclination was to say golf but i feel like golfers already just mandatorily drink in general um on, do they on, drink during like the PGA World Tours? Do they I, have see, like I, you know, I have to drink in order to even consider thinking about going golfing myself because I hate it so much. Now, for disc golfing, that's a completely different story. It's actually mandatory to drink beer while disc golfing, <laughs> um, and the amount of beers uh, there's no mandatory amount, but the uh, the median on amount of beers is usually anywhere from six to 12, depending on how many holes you're playing. Sometimes you can creep into the teens. Um, so uh, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to steer away from golf and I'm going to pick a more like interesting sport. And I'm going to say, um, let's go with basketball because that's fast paced. Uh, it takes a lot of hand-eye coordination and uh, you're running up and down the court, you know, obviously just back and forth for, you know, what seems like hours uh but so mandatory uh to drink in basketball the amount i'm gonna say mandatory amount of seven beers and i I say seven because i feel like seven on average will get just about anybody tipsy enough to where it's going to affect their hand and eye uh, (laughs) coordination and that would make the game way more interesting Okay, I like that. I have two. One, those tough mutters. I think you should have to shotgun two tall boys before you start the race. Because then you then vomit becomes a new obstacle oh, for everyone gosh. to have to race through. Second one, Kentucky Derby horse racing. But the horses have to get drunk and they also have to drink two tall boys. Okay. The jockeys, stone sober. I think it'd be funny to watch them freak the fuck out <laughs> as they get drug around a track by a drunk horse. There you go. As Toby Keith says, whiskey for my men and beer for my horses. <laughs> Toby Keith is all knowing. It, uh, this is a fun one. Who was the worst teacher you had in your school career? Oh, God, I love this question. I love it so much. And I hope someone, anyone out there is listening and knows who I'm talking about. I realize the chances of that right now are very slim. but Someday. Maybe- Maybe someday they'll hear this and they'll understand and feel my pain. My sophomore year of high school, I had an English teacher and her name was Miss Wrestler. Married name, Mrs. Wright. Now, she claims that she did not go by her married name at school because there was a Mr. Wright and she did not want students thinking that she was married to him because she, in fact, wasn't. That's a bullshit answer. Well... Let me keep going. This woman um, was nothing short of a complete and total lefty, Lucy, liberal, progressive, communist bitch. (laughs) And I mean this in the nicest way possible. She literally would probably be okay if this country burned to the ground. You sound a lot like Klu Klux Kyle right now, Nick. I'm not even, no, this has nothing to do with race. (laughs) This woman was just a complete and utter fucking emotional bag of crybaby tears. Um, I don't know if you ever had to read this book in, uh, 
in high school. Uh, it was called Animal Farm. And a brief synopsis of the book, from what I can remember, is it's about uh, talking animals who form a government on their farm. And uh, it kind of follows um, the storyline of these animals forming this government and it kind of mimicking communism. Um, and, and the book is presented in a way that is meant to prove, uh, not maybe prove, but just show how quickly things can go to shit in communism. Uh, and these animals like eventually like train themselves how to use firearms and then they like overthrow the farmer and like kill them <laughs> and this revolution just, and there's just so much weird shit but anyways this book stuck with me because this bitch made us write so many reports on it and like she was just obsessed with all of this fucking nonsensical socialist fucking bullshit i mean we're talking the year 2008 here folks women was like, even more crazy yeah women like her uh that you know that was you know what 13 years ago yeah four yeah 13 or 14 i can't do math right now um but it, that doesn't seem like that long ago but it was that long ago for enough for people to look at her back then and be like well, why aren't you locked up and like <laughs> why aren't you being ran for treason right now like you're Has just the fbi visited your house she was so touchy-feely and she would always just pull people up to the front of the classroom and just berate them with some sort of hippy dippy liberal fucking agenda. And people just honestly couldn't stand her. She was just one of those naggy fucking bitch ass teachers that no one could stand outside of her communist ways. And uh, she addressed that a few times to the class one on one. She's like, I've been accused of being a communist and. Um, many of times and i want everyone here to know that i am in fact not a communist i just want <laughs> everyone to get a well-rounded education and understand that our democratic capitalism that we all love and cherish isn't the only thing out there and there are other ways to conduct ourselves and i'm just like wow not really every all the systems suck but capitalism sucks the least yeah um, all, all I can say is you and I are talking to each other through our respective electronical devices right now with <laughs> the exact same headset because we both own the exact same headset uh, with roofs over our head, running water and electricity and internet. Um, we are by far the least um, abused like democratic system in the world bar none. I will admit we have shitty healthcare. You got us there. I'm sorry. But outside of that and a few racial issues uh, and, and general happenings and people just losing their ever loving shit over first world problems, we, we've got it okay where we're at. Um, you take a, a quick trip just in our own continent to Canada or Mexico um, very different. You're not going to live the same quality of life there that you do here, regardless of your situation. Um, so there's that. But um, I, have I, I told? I, I digress. 
have I told my Mr. Carter story on here where I got uh, interrogated by the assistant principal about the MILF thing? I don't, I can't remember if you've done it on here, but if that's your story, run it. Um, it's not. It's. I was going to tell it if I have it. I don't remember. Anyways, okay, I'll tell my other ones. I'll, I'll probably tell that again sometime if I haven't. Uh, I have two. The first one is personal, and the second one is not. Go to the personal one first, and then we'll do the funny one. Uh, so, my senior year, you boy, I got myself locked up in the uh, grippy sock place. The, the insane, the insane asylum. The uh, I, I was on a psych hold. Uh, the mental health ward. I don't know what's the correct word for it. Anyways, me as a child, I was there for like six days, eight days. I was actually there today. I got out the 25th of November. Woohoo! Um, anyway, so I missed a whole bunch of school, right? And after that, I was doing pretty good. And I was like, let me get my life together. Let me, let me do my shit. Let me handle my shit, right? So I ran around to all my teachers and I gave them the rundown. I was like, hey, I've been struggling. I was in the psych ward. Uh, I missed a lot of school. Haven't done much, but I want to like get caught up. What can we do? Extra work, half credit. Like what, what's your preference? What can we do here? A lot of them were like, you know, just turn in all your missing work. I'll give you 70% across the board. So you could just, that won't kill your grade. You have to just work hard in class. Others were like, uh, I forget, you know, yeah. Uh, my, my psych teacher was really cool. He was like, you know, I could tell you're struggling. He's like, I really like you. You participate when you're here. You do really well. Uh, we'll just give you a B for the whole year and we'll call it even. And I was like, hell yeah. Man, oh, thank generous. you. I went to my English teacher, Mrs. Robinson. Such a bitch. I'll say it. I hope she's listening. Fuck you, Mrs. Robinson. Okay. And I was like, hey, uh, I told her the whole spiel. And she's like, well, what happened? I was like, uh, I really don't want to talk about it. And she's like, well, what happened? I was like, well, okay. So I told her what happened, even though I didn't want to. And then she went, "Uh uh-huh. I see. Yeah. I see why you were in there. That's pretty bad. Unfortunately, I can't do anything for you. And I was like, well, what if I turn in all of my work tomorrow? Can you give me like a, just like, can you not fail me? (laughs) Can we do that? I don't care about the GPA. I just don't want to fail your class at this point. And she looked me dead in the face and said, that would not be fair to the kids who actually did their work. <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'm going to head back to the psych ward then. We're all, <laughs> we're all good. Well, well no. we're, right, we're right back where we started a few days ago. Uh, so thanks for that. And, uh, so sorry you want to kill yourself, but uh, you want to hear No, I got lucky, though. I had the option to take my English class online. So I've worked that I out. I would have gotten other entities <laughs> oh, involved on that one. I tried. Uh, I tried, but uh, my home, my, my support system at home wasn't the greatest. I wouldn't even have started <laughs> there, bro. Not in your situation. Uh, I would have been talking to my guidance counselor. I would have been getting the principal I did. involved. That's why they let me do the online schooling. And yeah. I, I busted that fuck. I busted a whole class out in two weeks because it was easy. And then my other one was my seventh grade advanced social studies teacher, right? I had her in eighth grade. Uh, but in seventh grade, the last two weeks of the year, they're like, you're going to go to Miss Simpson's class and because you're smart and we're going to see if you do well. And I was like, well, probably not because all my friends are in this class. And they're like, no, you're going to you're going to go. Yeah. So they made me go. They made me go for two weeks. And I was like, no, not for me. No, thanks. 
And they're like, all right. So I finished out the year in that class. The next year, they're like, psych, you're going to have Miss Simpson. That's where you're going. End of story. So I get up there, and she was just bad. One, she was ancient, very racially motivated. I'm sure her intent was not to be racist, but she loved, whenever we started talking about immigration, she would single out the Mexican kids in the class and grill, and grill them on whether or not their parents are legal. And she said, I'm not going to tell anybody. It's not going to leave the classroom. I'm just, I want to get a consensus so we can see that there are both legal and illegal immigrants and this and that. And it's like, but lady, you can't, you can't ask a seventh grader you, if their fucking can't. parents are legal. You, you can't like. No, you can't see my face right now, but yeah, no. Oh no. That's, we were all like, that's racist. That's not right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other thing she made us do, which really struck a core with me to my soul is she graded our notes. She made us take notes a specific way. And then we had to pass them in and then she would grade them and she would always, always get them back to us before we needed them to study. So there's so many things wrong there. One notes are very personal in my opinion, because like some people do shorthand, some people do abbreviations, some people do colors, some people have to write out exactly what they're hearing to be able to use it. Some people write it down word for word. Yeah. And the, it's notes. It's your personal study guide. And the other thing is, how are you going to make us make us take notes and then take them from us and not let us have them study and then be like, well, here's the day before the test. Here's your notes back. You can study. What the fuck? What the fuck? You know what I mean? We call that cramming, which has been statistically proven not to help with exactly. shit. Exactly. Fucking bonkers. She um, is I don't ancient. know if she's there anymore. She was like ancient, ancient though. Yeah, but... She's hopefully dead, but yeah. <laughs> hopefully, um, the world is no, better yeah. off. The world is better off without teachers like that. There's um, a ha- there's a happy medium. There's the overcaring teacher that like needs to pump the brakes and be a little more aggressive sometimes, and then there's just the overly like aggressive teacher who needs to pump the brakes and be a little more passive sometimes there's like no happy medium sometimes yeah um i have two more one to be quick one might not be yeah. uh what's the strangest place where you have peed or pooped urinated or defecated mine slightly incriminating i can't disclose the place but i can't disclose that it was 150 feet in the air the statute of limitations is not passed on that one yet but i took a very liberating pee I sent a video of me doing it to my fiance Bailey, and she said, "Ew, you're gross." <laughs> so I said, "You used to be cool, man. Before we had kids, you would have thought that was funny." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes. Um, honestly, dude, outside of pissing in the woods, I've never done it anywhere that interesting. Uh, you could, it's liberating. I hate heights, but peeing up from that high, you own everything. Literally oh, everything. Man. Yeah. That's I'm sorry. Uh, all of a sudden someone's <laughs> getting rained on and it's you know it's it turned into a music concert all of a sudden by 2021 standards. You know, and at least at that concert no one got trampled to death. That's um, funny. So God even. Yeah. Travis uh, Scott. One, you fuck. Bitch. Uh this one is solely for Josh. Uh what is the ridiculous? What is a ridiculous fact that you know about your friends? And I just want to tell everybody that Josh washes his hands after sex immediately. Like it is like, boom, done. Do you have a good time? Yeah, me too. Pants are on to the bathroom. 
that's some, why some of us it's... smoke a cigarette <laughs> some of us embrace our loved one some of us wash our hands you know when we when we lived together every time i would just like hear him go and wash his hands and not use the bathroom i would send him a gift from the i just had sex <laughs> <laughs> that's good that's good you got anything about any of your friends oh man well um I shouldn't say what I wanted to say about you. I just shouldn't. Uh, I kind of, I kind of, <laughs> I want to know. I don't know if I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I should disclose it on, on here. Here, you disclose it and I will just edit it out. I'll just put a beep over you talking if it's bad. Well, all right. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> and you probably don't think it's embarrassing because you're very comfortable with yourself, but it, it, it <laughs> you, might be embarrassing for other people. But Tyler, does, but Tyler does, in fact, have an OnlyFans. Um, oh, I do have an OnlyFans. And, and I will, and if you know anything about OnlyFans, <laughs> then you can use your imagination on what he fucking posts on there. So. Uh, I love to drop it in, in conversation. Like, I'll be like, oh, it's, oh, I can quit this fucking job. I have an OnlyFans. <laughs> I, love, I, I love to see people like, they're like, some people are like, aha, that's funny. Other people are like, immediately, no, I'm serious. What? Are you have an OnlyFans? Hey, man, look, I'm not going to give my name out because, you know, people listen that know me and I don't know if you should see my dick. You can, if you if you know me and you want to see, you can just ask me and then I'll decide. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But I just need one more subscriber to cash out again. Like a $15 sitting in the OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, I just need five more. Just. <laughs> It's just waiting for him. Um, so I did have a outside of that. It's you know that was just funny. It wasn't really necessarily embarrassing because you 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 wear you wear it on your sleeve. Um, hold on, hold on. I have a little side note. Uh, yes. I have a bunch of fucking people on my Snapchat. When I was a wee young lad, I would I have literally like three hundred Snapchat friends. I was a bunch of strangers, right? Uh, I was writing a book a while ago, which I scrapped because. You have to be honest with yourself sometimes, and sometimes you're writing fan fiction, and it's not a book, okay? Yeah. We have to have that conversation with ourselves sometimes. Yeah. Anyways, so I was posting about it all over my Snapchat story, about how much progress I was doing. I was, I had like 25,000 words down. Great. Good exercise, right? Uh, and then I posted one time, one time on my Snapchat about my OnlyFans, because I was not going to advertise there, because I know a lot of people, and i just not about it, right? <laughs> One time I advertised it when I made it because it was funny. And I had four people message me and say, I thought you were writing a book. What's up with this OnlyFans? Well, I can't do both. I can't be smart and sexy, huh? I can't do both. <laughs> oh my God. I can't live I can't live that life, man. I'm not that guy, pal. <laughs> I am that guy. You're not that guy. Smart, sexy, and funny. I just got some boobies in my man tits. That's can't, it. Can't do both. Um so I had this friend uh, when I was younger, a kid actually, um, and he had this weird hand thing that he would do when he got really excited about anything. Not like even like excited sexually because we were so young, just excited. It's like a stuff. like a stem, like an autistic. Yeah, thing? and so he would like clench his hands and like, like oh, like make and he he would hold him down to his side and he would like wiggle his fingers and like just like oh i'm like, so mad yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. make fun of the kid <laughs> he's just like 
I I Ada. Yeah, this is fucking free, like totally fucking geeking over whatever, and he's it looks like his hands are like having a fucking you know autistic spasm. Um, I have a lot more embarrassing stuff about my wife, but she'll kill me if I say any of it on here. I've does already... she listen to the podcast? Well, she does sometimes. So, yeah, so it's, it's a, it's a it's, gamble. <laughs> it's a it's a fifty fifty uh, lottery, and knowing my also, luck, she'll be like, "Oh, episode nine, I'm going to listen to that one." So, but no, I, you know, I don't have anything to to. Uh, I don't have that much dirt on anyone anymore, man. I mean, it's it's elementary at this point. You and Josh obviously have a completely different dynamic because of how long you guys have known each other, and you guys know literally everything about each other, and probably enough to end either one's career if you really uh, needed to. I tried really hard when we graduated high school to get Josh to marry me, like legally marry me, so we could go to college and live off campus. Uh, he wasn't about it. He wasn't about it. I'm much more committed to this relationship than he is. You always have been. I can tell. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. fine. I'm a giver, man. Yeah. You know, you've, you've, you just wear your heart on your sleeve and you want to hand it to everyone you meet and, you know, you, you give it to your true friends and, and he, he, he's like the man in the relationship. He's mm-hmm. just like, ah, pump, mm-hmm. he's like, pump the brakes, crazy lady. I'm not just going to marry you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> just because you're asking for me to put a ring on it don't mean i'm putting a ring on it <laughs> the fact that he would have had to divorce me to marry his wife right he has right now i say it like he has more than one wife he's had more than one wife but that would have been really funny for him to have to serve me with divorce papers and i could have contested it and took half his shit so speaking of not naming names i actually used to work with a gay guy who married a uh a lesbian? No, he married a um. Uh, I. Uh, he married someone who wasn't born in this country, so that she could mm-hmm. obtain uh, citizenship. Citizenship. What a bro! And uh, they stayed married just for tax benefits for several several years. Obviously, they did not have a relationship outside of being friends. Do they live together? Um, no never wild um but for tax reasons they lived together right Mm -hmm. as you do and then uh she was actually uh dating a guy and engaged to a guy while she was still (laughs) legally on paper married to this guy and um right before uh, she could get married to her new, you know, her actual lover, her actual fiance, the dude she actually wanted to, you know, get boned by for the <laughs> for for the supposed rest of her life because that's you know the promise of marriage, right? Um, right. Which is not recognized by most these days. Um, this country's know, falling apart. Yeah, I'm a boomer, and you know the divorce rate. <laughs> <laughs> abortions <laughs> no. but uh <laughs> by the way i'm pro-choice everyone i'm a libertarian calm down don't get all that is a don't get all pro-life on me please fuck podcast off. dance yes so um anyways uh 
or pro-choice i'm sorry pro-lifers open your minds that's all i'm gonna say uh put yourself in someone else's shoes for five minutes and tell me you you know want a rapist baby yeah anyways i'll uh, give him one i'll give you one if you need it all right if you need a rapist baby i'm your i'm i'm not your guy i'm kidding <laughs> so anyways um so where was i yeah so i don't even uh, know oh i got it i got it so yeah he um they had to get an annulment before she could obviously <laughs> marry the guy get married married the guy that she wanted to you know that's like fucking said, awesome her life with um and he was actually ready because he was like, it's been five years, it's time, you know, she's ready to move on and I'm kind of ready to just stop living this lie because he's like, I'm technically married, but I have absolutely nothing to do with anything that has to do with marriage. It's all just for legal reasons. Mm-hmm. And it was to help a friend out to get citizenship. Um, whether, you know, you know, regardless if, uh, that's considered fraud, which it is, um, you know, or not, he's, you know, they, they did it. It, ha- it happened. If, and- if the fraud is being committed towards the government nine times out of 10, it's okay. Yeah. If it, on a, on our, you know, in our, if eyes, it's an individual um, in the government, then yeah. You know, if, if, if the, if the, uh, you know, the IRS starts, catching wind of that they're gonna freak out but you're starting to see things get a little bit more progressive uh like for me for instance i noticed this uh during our open enrollment with my company you can now select a uh insurance plan that is specifically set up for you in a domestic partner not a um traditional just like family plan i'm curious if the rates are higher for gay people I would almost be willing to bet that they are mm-hmm. just, just due to just discrimination. That is discrimination, but it also, uh, that is also why, um, I personally, in my opinion, pre-existing conditions are discrimination. Some, some of those pre-existing conditions can't be helped. Mm-hmm. Um, yet individuals with them are forced to pay higher premiums because they're a higher risk for needing more medical attention. We'll Therefore, do. you need to pay more into a system that already has more money than it knows what to do with. We'll do an insurance bit on our Big Pharma episode. Evil. That'll be the, the World Evil episode. Evil. Yes. Um, is that it? Are we done? Uh, you know, I think that's pretty close to as good as it's going to get with two yeah. two bros running a show. You know, a nice little short off-topic episode for yeah. you guys. I think I think you guys got some some stuff to listen to here, and if you don't enjoy it, that's fine. You know, this this please, is us doing our best. So take please send us emails at uh, tjnpodcast at gmail.com as soon as we get them in we're going to start reading them on the show so that'd be pretty cool um check out the socials tjn show podcast on facebook uh tjn podcast on tiktok i can't let you go poop on tiktok that's me i'm blowing up i'm the next big thing i am the next big charlie d'amelio i don't know anything about her i just know she's big she had a dunkin donut drink named after her called the charlie i know that Everybody's getting these meals. I want a Denny's meal named after me. That's what I want. Oh. It's gonna be called. It's gonna be called the meat platter. Can, 
can you make it to the will you poop before you get home that's what it's going to be called oh there you go that's good. <laughs> it's a little challenge meal if you poop before if you if you can make it home to poop before you shit yourself then the meal's free that's actually already a thing called the hamburger in here in Delaware. So. That's really funny. Um, that's all. Have a great night, everybody. Love you, faces. Uh, and bye. I'm going to leave you guys with this. a impre- an, an impression of Owen Wilson saying, oh, wow. And it's going to go a little something like this. Oh, wow. That's pretty good. All right. Pretty good. Night. Good night, everybody.